Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here for this week's Matchups episode with co-host Frazier Tafar. Frazier, how you doing? Doing good, Ken. Uh, going to be at the game this weekend in Arizona. Just uh, excited to see what product we put on the field this week and looking into these matchups. Yeah, now uh, now we're talking here. Uh, always great to go to road games. Uh, you go ahead and represent for us here. I uh, don't sure. think there's going to be a really rabid Cardinals fan base there, I'm just guessing. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, they have their spirit out here, but it's nothing like Baltimore. Yeah. I I went to a game in 2003 there in the old stadium and there was there was literally nobody there. The attendance was like 15,000 <laughs> oh and my God. they had an overhead shot of the game with this, you know, pathetic looking midfield only crowd. It's not, there weren't any ushers. Nobody was guarding seats or anything. And, and they, uh, uh, I think it was Stuart Scott was on the air at that time. He said, just want to let you know, citizens of Arizona, this game was open to the general public. <laughs> so it, was, it was a pretty, pretty beat, uh, beefy hit there. All right. Well, let's talk matchups here for this week. So uh, start us off on whatever side of the ball you like, and uh, I'll follow up with mine on that same side. Yeah, sure. So I think the matchup I'm looking for on offense is can the Ravens take advantage of a weak Arizona rush defense, 25th ranked in the league. Um, We had a solid game up front last week as that was the matchup I was looking for. But I'm looking for our run schemes to come to more fruition. I think this is an opportunity for our run game to have a get right game. So it's crucial that we have uh, more iterations, such as uh, 
the GT counter that we run, seeing what other wrinkles we can put in there. We had the RPO last week, but what other things can Munkin innovatively do with the run game that Greg Roman couldn't? Yeah. So the, I, I don't, one of the things that's come out about last week's team is the 80 yard pass to Edwards was actually a designed run left, which I, I guess, you know, in retrospect now, you can kind of see that there's an attempt to uh, naked boot left where it, the door appears to be shut, meaning the, the attention is on Jackson there, and he immediately reverses to his right. The, 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 play, the player who really made the play there is Edwards more than anyone because he doesn't even look back to the quarterback. He just sees defenders in front of him, decides he's going to get behind him, and I think he probably can tell from what the defenders are doing that the play was busted behind him. But he doesn't look back for the ball until he's ready to catch it and he's behind the defenders. And just just a great, you know, situational un- awareness play by Edwards there to get behind the defenders on those play. I thought, and great that Jackson was able to get him the football. The unfortunate part about that play is uh, uh, Fox cut out the broadcast for out of market, uh, non Baltimore, non Detroit games. So like, I didn't get to see that play live. So oh no, I know. Unfortunately, I missed it. But just to see how in sync Gus and Lamar were on that mm-hmm. play. I mean, he was just at a second later turning around. He probably would have just got hit in the back of the head with the ball. So for them to be able to make that play, I think it's elite. I mean, you don't know what else to say about it, but elite. Huge, huge trust win for Edwards. In fact, mm-hmm. you know, just knowing that that was the way that play developed, I think, you know, in theory, what I would offer for Henry is a little bit less because Henry is going to take touches away from from yep. Edwards. And this and, crowd saying that they want to trade Edwards for Henry and a pick, I think, is there, there are people. Who, I mean, if if you want to trade Edwards for Henry and you know a, a seventh or something like that, maybe you know if you're going maybe, to lose those yeah. carries anyway for Edwards, you, you you may as well you know give up the salary that goes with it, and uh, maybe you can even sweeten that up a little bit, but. Uh, um, you know, I think I, I, I don't want to engage in a trade where the Ravens are effectively selling a draft pick by taking a positive cap situation by having uh, Tennessee take some of that over and selling, a, you know, the difference between a fourth and a fifth round pick, say, to, to acquire Henry. What's what's left on his contract? Henry? Uh, about six million this year. Just so, one year? Oh, yeah. It's only this year. He's, he's free agent oh, okay. at the end of the year. Yeah, that's everybody pretty much who's getting traded right now is a, is a rental. There are a couple guys who who maybe have one more year under contract, but they're usually underperforming for some reason, so they're damaged goods. It's the guys who are who are any value are playing for a bad team in the final year of their contract, and and they're looking to get whatever they can for. Them. Yeah, I think uh, just kind of off topic here. I'd rather just I'd rather focus on trying to get an edge rusher mm-hmm. rather than a running back. I don't. I think the offensive side of the ball. If we were to trade for anybody, it would probably be a left guard, in my opinion, or offensive line help. There's no need to add to the running back room in the sense of we already have our guys that can make the plays that we need that are already in tune to the offense. Bringing an external guy I don't think would do any more better for the offense. I mean, I, I I basically agree with you. Um, Henry would be a, would be a a case where I'd be willing to part with a 2025 draft pick because it's after the Ravens will get perhaps a slew of compensatory picks this next yep. time around. Um, but I, but I'm not. Uh, I, I don't want to trade 2024 draft capital. 
the 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 position where I I would put at a lower premium than anything is Edge. I think it'll be more expensive than many others. I think you can get uh, Elder Statesman Edge, and they can still provide value as they did from Vandoy and Clowney this year, very cheap. Um, and and also, I really believe Adafi Owe. I'm very bullish on the rest of the season. I'm actually really bothered that he's got a different type of injury this week, but yeah. I'm very bullish on on his prospects the rest of the year. Yeah, I think. Odafe looks dominant when he's out there and 100% healthy. And it's just unfortunate that he's getting these nicks at, at like inconvenient times. I'm hoping down the stretch, especially after the bye, he can get right, get healthy. And then eventually when we get uh, Ojabo, we have a solid rotation of pure rush fast guys coming off the edge. Yeah, that put him back in a position to take some defensive line snaps off the board too, which is important, I think. They don't want to work that defensive line as hard as they're doing right now with two snaps on every passing down. If they can cut it to one and make it just Matabike, maybe get Matabike off the field on some early downs, I think you're back to a to a reasonable thing. But they're really overworking Matabike at this point. He's he's played sixty seven percent of the snaps. So he's Loaded. producing. Yeah, he's nice. producing, but but the the trend has always been later in the season and in games where he plays more snaps that he's not as good. Yeah. So anyway, I let's get back to matchups here. I'll, I'll give you mine on offense since uh, since you did yours. I think it's it's Lamar Jackson versus the Arizona safeties and making sure that he avoids putting the football in jeopardy. So it's not a whole lot of ways you lose a game to Arizona. But the yeah. way you do it is you have some turnovers and you have some high leverage plays. The Ravens want to spread out their advantage in this game over all the plays that they possibly can and win as many plays as they can on basically a, 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 as close to an equal basis as is as is possible. Now, you're always going to have high leverage games and in, in, high leverage plays in any game. Um, but you basically want to play small pot poker, avoid fourth and two situations where there's a big you know, deviation um, in ex- in the, in the expected points in the outcome, even if you have a small advantage on that, so it's, yep. it's something it's something to to avoid. I mean, I, I I know that blackjack players, for example, always look at um, how to balance expected value versus variance. So you, if you, if you're a card counter at all, you you have an advantage over the house. And you're you'll be able to press that, and you you deal with countermeasures, and you deal with the, the heat from the pit. But the, basically, you have an advantage on the house over the hours you play, and your enemy is variance. You, you, you yep. just you you have to find a way to to do that. that. That's what the the Ravens need to do today. Yeah, and I think the big thing is if Munkin can continue to call pass concepts that have our wide receivers running butt naked wide open across the middle, or wherever across the field. I think that can alleviate some of the high leverage situations that we're trying to stay away from in the sense of, I don't think Lamar is going to have a game where he's going to be forced to push the ball downfield. I think it's going to be more so they're going to scheme it up and probably within the first two drives or whatever they have uh, planned up for this week on their script. I think those are probably going to be the only plays that we have that are shots. Like you said, we already have, we can't, there's no way you can get beat by Arizona. So we're just going to have to make sure we don't lose. So we're going to have those schemed deep shots in the beginning of the game, but I think we're just going to kind of not go vanilla, but be more quote unquote conservative with play calling. Let, let me be, let me be a little, little bit clear about this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This because I, I, shots they're fine. They're usually not big changes in expected value in, in terms of of the negative side. You can get intercepted on, on a long pass. There's no doubt about it. But you know, you most likely you're talking about incomplete versus a big game. Those are fine. It's the ones where it's a one or zero outcome on fourth down um, that I really dislike, or you know, a, a risky contested catch situation where you are are taking a chance on an interception and obviously anything where you fumble and you put the ball on the ground and there's a there's a chance it gets recovered by you or them and the, and either way just don't put the just don't put the ball on the ground is the is the easy answer on that but uh it, hard to do easy to say yep. <laughs> it is but uh but anyway I'm, I'm i'm uh i think we're we're in the same boat there let's, fl- let's flip over the um the defensive side what do you think what do you see as the big matchup there Big matchup for me is making sure our defensive line can continue their dominance this season against the very weak offensive line of Arizona. Uh, they have Tristan Colon Castillo playing left guard, right? He's. I know he was. He was playing to start some point. I that was. I know your full guest told us about that. So, I think that should tell you a lot about yeah. what their offensive line situation is. I think. Uh, this is going to be a big game for Michael Pierce. I'm looking for Travis Jones to kind of have a coming out party this week. Uh, Matt Abike is going to continue his dominance week in and week out. Um, but just to build on the momentum we had all year and show that it's not a fluke, that when we're faced with a bad offensive line, we're going to make them pay. We're going to show it. And kind of looking back, this summer against the commanders i didn't go to the practices but buzz was around that our defense was not letting the commanders run plays because we were just getting in the backfield consistently i kind of anticipate that happening this game because just based on where arizona is as a team and their offensive line play i think we can just destroy the game up front it is a it is a truly awful defensive line there's not one standout player in the group uh, their best offensive lineman might be Will Hernandez, the ex-giant, um, but uh, it's it's not a it definitely is not a quality uh, group at all. And I I was listening to our uh, our friend Bo Brack you know describe each of the linemen, and his description of them does not at all match you know what the PFF scores are like. PFF scores are terrible for these linemen across the across the board. So uh you know it'll be interesting to see. And I agree. I think I think Travis Jones in terms of a coming out party would be good. He kind of had that already this last week with four pressures and a really nice swim move to stop a run for minus one or or mm-hmm. for zero. Sorry, on third and one. 
um, that was really well done. I, this could be a big game for him, and this is a good game for him with a soft interior line for them to line up 1-3 with Pierce and Jones yep. a fair amount and try and beat the crap out of that offensive line. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'll give you another. Uh, I think that this is a game where the inside linebackers need to facilitate the defense, generally speaking. Now, the safeties have done a great job playing cover two. They've made the jobs for corners easier. But a lot of that has been because the the inside linebackers have filled us appropriately so they can stop the run out of nickel. Uh, they can stop the run with six in the box uh, pretty much at will. They've uh, they've been able to make contributions in the passing game, whether that means diagnosis or even doing things between level two and level three, having understanding what's going on behind them in terms of route concepts. So I, I, that needs to continue an, another week here. It's good to see Roquan's healthy. Uh, even if his shoulder is not perfect, he still should be good in, in terms of diagnosis of the pass. So hopefully that's uh, uh, you know an area where where he isn't uh, you know down a week here. But uh, the, the, that group is clearly very special. It's going to hurt to lose queen next year yep. um, in terms of what's going on. And uh, you know, you just hope the Ravens are able to do things like they did in 2018 and rebuild a defense with a, with a absolutely top notch platoon replacing a, a, a great player. Yeah. And I think uh, something we definitely need to look for going against a team like Arizona, they quote unquote have nothing to lose. So we might see a lot of trick plays uh, just, Pulling bags, wrap it out of the bag. I mean, it's going to be a lot of different things coming our way. So it's going to be crucial for Roquan and PQ to stay disciplined with their eyes. And they have been so good this year up to this point that we don't want them to be overconfident in their in their read, I would guess I would say, because that that situation might hurt them in a trick play. Just thinking that it's one thing and it's not, and now they're retreating and trying to recover. I think Roquan is someone that is less susceptible to that because I think he's more, he does more due diligence before he runs and makes a play. I think Queen is more of a see ball, get ball guy. So if anything, Queen is going to be the one that has an issue with those uh, trick plays and things of that nature. But their second level coverage has been, dominant all year uh like i mentioned in a previous podcast the only game i can remember that they got exposed was going against houston with nico collins going over the middle mm-hmm. that was the only thing that really stood out to me and then again cincinnati had a couple plays where they had uh higgins or Boyd going over the middle but other than that it has been stout with this cover two defense and uh, our linebackers covering the second second level Looking forward to seeing what errors, how aggressively Arizona plays this game on fourth down in particular. Are they going to come out fourth and one, fourth and two in their own end? When analytics would tell you go for it, it's a slight positive gain with a big variance in terms of what you do. I think Arizona, frankly, be doing the Ravens a favor if they yep. just punt on those downs. So yeah. it, it uh, the Ravens do not want big expected value swings in play during this game. And that includes their offense, but it also includes Arizona's offense when they're on the field. And, and uh, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a sense, it's always important that you play well on fourth down period. Um, you know, those, those, those plays have higher leverage involved, but um, this is a game where if you're going to find a way to lose it, you're, you're probably going to find a way to lose it on a small set of high leverage plays, which go against you. I, uh, 
I know the Ravens culture and mindset on defense is don't let the offense score, but I think this week they're going to actually take it to heart. I think they have an opportunity to really shut this team out and especially going against a team like Detroit Mm -hmm. and they pretty much made them look like Detroit, you know? So it's, I I'm excited for the defense to see how dominant they come out, especially in the first quarter, just to set the tone and show them that you can't handle our speed. And if you try, you're going to get beat every single time. It'd be interesting. It'd be, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I would love to see a shutout. I would love to see a, you know, a, a, even a a lopsided game of any sort would be fantastic. Um, And, and in fact, a 21, 14 win would be fantastic too. It's yeah. the, the key thing here is not to lose a game that they really, really need to win in terms of uh, ease the rest of the season to me. Yeah, especially with uh, Pittsburgh right up on our heels. I think uh, that loss, it's really going to hurt uh, in the long run. It, it, it could. If they if they don't win in Baltimore, that's, uh, that's certainly possible. I, I'm, I'm kind of bullish on how the Ravens look against the divisional foes now for with three games still left all in Baltimore. Yeah, it would, I mean, it would have been great if we would have got three straight wins against yeah. three straight road games in the division. That would have been dream start to the season, but it's all good. I think we can build off this, and that, that loss only made us stronger, obviously, because we've been we've been looking good on offense. All right, outstanding, Frazier. Always fun doing this show with you. Tell folks where they can talk, talk football with you online. You guys can find me at Twitter slash X at f underscore rave eight. That's F underscore R-A-V-E-8. All right. Outstanding. Other folks out there, if you'd like to be on a film study short, hit me up with a DM. They're always open on Twitter. You know the drill by now. Looking for short topics is really the key. Kind of keep yourself in a silo in terms of discussing something that's small. We can get it done in 15, 20 minutes because that's the ideas that we're creating a short topic that's that's makes it less intimidating to start that podcast for the first time for a new listener. Frazier, uh, thanks again for doing this show with me. And uh, for Frazier Shafar, this is Ken McKusick saying goodbye, and we'll talk to you next week on Matchups. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.